MoreLikeRadio.com. It's our duty to entertain you. <laughs> I said duty. Only alcohol can make life bearable. You must drink, always drink. I blame this all on Kevin, DMU. Has anyone ever known a good person named Kevin? We, we hung out with, with Kevin from Alcohol by Volume. He only says like three words. He, he's like really shy. He barely talked to me. Towards the end of the night when he was drinking more, man, he, he was he was right there with us talking a mile a minute. Alcohol by Volume? <sighs> I'm actually kind of drunk. Alcohol by Volume, awesome show. You really want to get drunk? <laughs> Listen to that show. Because by hour two, he's blitzed. I bet. Oh, it's awesome. Because it's a beer show. Kevin, some stupid kid. weird guy. Polish last name. Yeah. Where's your dedication there, Kevin? Your own show or someone else's? Alcohol in my volume. Alcohol in my volume. I shove alcohol in my butthole. That's not it? It's nothing to do with butthole. I mean, can you even get drunk anymore? It's kind of like a drinking a vitamin food, right? So you're blaming the drunker. Yes, I'm blaming the MLR drunker, Kevin. Hello, bartender. I have thought it over, and far from being a fat pig, you are very nice. And I would like another drink. Take a barf, drunkie! Hey, you fuckers. Welcome to Alcohol by Volume. Tuesday, April 8th, 2014. Uh, yeah, that's kind of been how the past uh, week has gone. Ugh, that's about the best way I can describe it at this point. Um, to give you an idea of where I'm at right now, <coughs> already, let's see, Two pints and a uh, 12-ouncer in, so uh, this show should be interesting. My my ice bucket full of beer uh, already has one empty in it, so that's how this is going. Um, so you know what? Let, 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 me, let me start this off with a rant. And th- this is a personal rant, and ugh, the, the week that I've had the last part of last week and the beginning of this week, it is just a rant that needs to happen. And it is entitled why I drink. Yes. By Kevin. I don't know if I need a byline on that or whatnot. <sighs> so a lot of, you know, that, uh, I I've had the same job for the past, well, Come this uh, August and September, technically I think it's September, it will have been 15 years at the same job. I started back in September of 1999, and well, yes, it's also because I'm an alcoholic dentist, but, and if if you don't know what I'm talking about, uh, Dennis, Western Echo in the chat, morelikeradio.com slash live, join in the chat shenanigans, and of course I'll pistol whip the next person that fucking says shenanigans. So, yeah, I've been at, I will have been at my job for 15 years. Started there back in September of 1999. I basically, without giving too many details, I work at a university. I do IT, AV work. It's not a difficult job. I fully admit this. There are days when it's rough, but overall, it's not that difficult work. I'm not, I'm not a fucking coal miner, 
I'm, I'm not on the Bering Sea, you know, pulling in Alaskan crab. So I, I have no illusions about that. But when I started there, I was just a regular employee doing my thing. Then my supervisor retired and basically left me the department, which was amazing. Um, oddly enough, the uh, first first semester that I was in charge, um, well, within the first like or first or second week of the semester, uh, <laughs> September 11th happened. <laughs> Whoops! So that was interesting. Um, so I basically stayed in that capacity until July of 2008. And that was when everything went shitty. And thank you for that gift, Dennis. I, I approve of that. Um, that July 2008 was when everything went. And I, I could say the shit hit the fan, but th- that doesn't even accurately describe it. Basically, what happened was, up to that point, my department had been under the jurisdiction of the university library. We were under their budget. My immediate superior was the library director, who I wasn't necessarily a big fan of his, but he let us do our thing. He let me innovate with technology. He let me be creative. He he gave me full control, and things were good. The faculty loved us. They loved what we did. Everything was happy. I liked the people. I I loved the people I worked with. Um, well, okay. To be fair, one of my coworkers, you know, he was he, he was okay. I was cool with him. My the best coworker I've ever worked with. I don't even know if he listens to the show or not. So, Mike, if you do listen to the show, still the best person I've ever worked with in my goddamn life. We we just we had a good time, but we worked when we had to. So, we were under the jurisdiction of the library until July 2008, when they decided, ah, you know what? Why don't we actually uh, give them to like the actual IT department on campus? So I kind of kind of got the feeling that we were uh, being sold out at that point, and I was not incorrect. October. Well, I'm sorry. Let me start with September 2008. Nope, let me go back even further. I had had vacation days approved by my previous superior, the library director, and I don't use my vacation days during the regular semester because I'm responsible like that. I save them up, I just use them during the summer, and I'll take a week off at a time. Well, this one summer, I decided I was going to take off a couple consecutive weeks at a time. Actually, no, I take that back. I actually took off the entire month of July, I believe. There was very little going on. I had coworkers I could rely on in the office. It wasn't that big a deal. If any any disasters occurred, they knew where to reach me and I could help. So anyway, I was gone that entire month and this was when the changeover was happening. Now, I had had this these vacation days set up well in advance and I wasn't changing that because four weeks of vacation, I, I only had July and up till the end of August to use them. So fuck that. And, um, sorry, Scrams, I'll kill, I'll kill that gif. Apparently the gif that Dennis put is not good on the phone, but it is a good gif. 
from uh, I believe Super Troopers, which I, I know I know a bunch of Super Troopers quotes, and uh, I'm ashamed to say I've never seen the movie. Um, just call me Hammy. <laughs> so anyway, I was gone the entire month of July. Had to use up my vacation days, so that's when I did it. When I got back, the new boss, somebody I knew but did not particularly care for, basically bitched me out and said, you're never doing that again. You're never taking consecutive weeks off. How dare you? And that was the first sign of things to come. Let's flash forward to September 2008. Now, to give you an illustration of us in the department, there were three of us. It was me, my uh, co-worker, another technician, and our department secretary, who basically kind of manned the fort of the office when we were out doing our tasks, helping out on campus, you know, helping faculty and everything. She would man the phones. I don't know. Is that sexist? Man the phones? Woman the phones? I don't know. Um, anyway, apparently my boss wanted her to... S- report to work at the other campus. Of course, this is kind of limiting um, the um, the anonymity of where I work, but eh, whatever, I don't give a shit. The other campus, an hour away, she had a kid in daycare, not cool, so after that, she had to quit because he was demanding it. She had to quit. At least that story has a happy ending because she is working at the campus in a completely different department now as a um as another like admin assistant and um oh scrams calls me half a hammy believe me scrams if you knew the movies i hadn't seen you would call me hammy and a half just in movies not not in terms of weight then then i'm half a hammy and that's fine um yeah i gotta see super troopers you know what if it's on netflix i'll watch it at work tomorrow (laughs) Provided I don't have any interruptions. See, that, that, that's, that's, that's how good my job can be. Can be. The, the, the times in between help desk calls and everything, I can sit at my desk and do such things. I can do other work while I'm watching a movie, but I can just throw on my second laptop or put it on my second monitor and I can watch a TV show, a movie. I mean, I, I started watching How I Met Your Mother, a show that I thought I would hate and apparently, actually, I really enjoy and just finished season one today. But anyway... Um, and I said anonymity just fine, butt monkey. I'm, ooh, Dennis has an excellent idea. Secret show, watching Super Troopers. Set that up, Dennis. I am totally in for that. Completely in for that. Uh, shit, my weekends are actually free for the next, well, okay. Not this Friday, because god damn it, I have a shoot this Friday. But beyond that, I'm fucking good. And he'll stab me repeatedly for not having not yet seen it. But okay, I, I'm up for that anyway. Ah, okay. So that was that was September of 2008. Let's go to October of 2008. My coworker in my office, and of course, you know, department secretary was not uh, the position was not refilled, and the position uh, just ended up disappearing. Oddly enough, and it was a union position, which the union doesn't really like those positions disappearing into vapor but anyway my co-worker he gets fired uh and the claim i i think the official claim was punctuality issues they escorted him off campus no union contact no nothing no no official warnings or anything like that 
he got fired and it was a very sketchy situation which allowed my boss to put in one of his guys now i should probably mention because th- this is this is pertinent this is relevant pertinent relevant relevant to the whole thing um okay next friday i believe i'm good for that dennis i uh, got a chiropractor appointment at 4:30 but after that yo um, God, did I just say yo? What the fuck? God damn it, Dropbox. I know that Antisocial Gamer Radio was added. You don't have to keep telling me. Um, let me backtrack. I'll see where the fuck was I. October, fired. And Oh, okay, yes. Okay. My boss is from India. The guy that he put into my office was also from India. Coincidence? Perhaps. Maybe. I don't know. But over the next... Let's see. He left... uh, It's 2014 right now, so... uh, Let's just say over the next five years or so, and that's a a good... God damn! Punchy, you're getting skinny! What the fuck? And if you don't know what I'm talking about... Punchy from what Mark Out Radio, Brain Stew. I don't know what other fucking shows he's on. Three sixty on four twenty half the time. Um, selfie of him in the chat. God damn, dude, you are looking svelte, very svelte. So, um, for the next five years, this fuckhole of a coworker, uh, consistently comes in late, consistently calls in sick when he has the sniffles doesn't do his work, uh, doesn't have the knowledge to do his work. I mean, as a prime example, one time, he got called out on a help desk call, and uh, I think I was I was out at lunch at the time. I came back from lunch. He calls the office saying he can't figure out the problem. I'm like, okay, so he needs help. So I go up to the classroom to help him, only to find that he's gone. I'm like, okay. I go into the classroom, easy fix, fix the problem, come back to the office, he's sitting in the office, he abandoned the fucking situation. So, yeah. So, over the next five years, it just, and think back to when I took that month of vacation. Well, my boss had no problem with this co-worker taking two plus months of straight vacation. And this is on top of other vacations he took during the year. He was actually getting extra vacation days over the year, authorized by my boss and kind of finagled through HR. Bit of frustration there. Now, I'm fine with the vacation days I have. I don't, I don't, I don't need more of them. I, I have to kill them off during the summer anyway. But it's still very fucking frustrating. And th- this idiot co-worker, he, he killed so many laptops uh oh i got the virus on it i don't know what happened an it guy is not supposed to be getting viruses on i can forgive it if it happens once i have been guilty of you know malware on my computer it happens it happens when you end up on pirate bay and shit like that but full-blown viruses and i'm not talking once not twice at least half a dozen times a quote, IT professional should not have that happen to them. One time he asked me, now, 
I am not shitting you with this. One time he asked me, is it okay to put this external HDD on the desk? Yes, HDD, hard drive, yeah. Now, he wasn't he wasn't asking if it, you know, like a, a docking bay or something like that for the hard drive. No, 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 no. He was asking about an external hard drive. Regular external hard drive that you use with a computer. Um, you know, it, it's it's in an enclosure. And it's not like our desks are electrified or something. That was a serious question that he asked. And I got questions like that all the goddamn time. He didn't know what a solid-state drive was. Again, I'm not expecting the layman to know what a solid-state drive is. If you do, good for you. Or rather, good for you! Sorry, I had to bring that back again. But a quote, IT professional... (sighs) So many days, I wanted to bash his fucking skull in. and and ugh, during the day he would he would disappear for hours at a time i don't know where the fuck he was boss would call the office where is he i don't know oh okay well when he gets back just have him call me meanwhile if i god forbid go to the bathroom and don't answer a phone call from my boss freaks the fuck out so, let, 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 let's move up to like the past week and a half. As I've mentioned previously on the show, and I just realized I opened this beer and have had yet to take a sip, which I desperately need now. <sighs> yeah, Red Sox in the chat. A little late to the show, but I'm guessing Kevin really loves his job. Yeah. This this was a rant that needed to fucking happen. And 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 the the funny thing about this is that I I know, I know I have colleagues at my job that listen to this show. And you know what? I I'm fine with them knowing exactly how I feel about this because it my 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 job is dysfunctional. It is very dysfunctional. So anyway, this past I I'd really say past week and a half I've mentioned on the show before, I, I, I have, I have anxiety issues. You know, beyond the regular social anxiety. You know, I, anxiety triggers shit like that. I go to a therapist. All that fun stuff. I'm on medication. <sighs> Past week and a half, it's it it's gotten to the point where I get stress headaches. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on a second. Scrams in the chat. He loves his job and loves dot heads even more. Yeah, and uh, Dolly in the chat says, should have moved to Minnesota. Sherry, believe me, if it wasn't for the fact that we just went through a ridiculously grueling winter here, and I know Minnesota is that much worse, (laughs) I would have jumped at that job in a fucking heartbeat. Oof. Because believe... This is why I've been asking people, particularly like around Florida, if you know, headhunters and stuff like that, I'm I'm applying for jobs all over the goddamn place because even 15 years in this job, it's stability, but it is driving me insane. 
from the moment I get out of my driveway in the morning, and my, my commute in the morning is maybe about a rough 35 minutes or so, from the moment I get out of my driveway, stress, headache, nausea, past week and a half, that's how it's kicked in. And you know how stress can sometimes affect your digestive system as well? Yep, got that going too. <sighs> so that's been very fun for the past uh, past week and a half. Um, and the problem is when I get home, I start to drink. When I start to drink, obviously the anxiety and nausea go away and that's when I start to emotionally eat and, well, thankfully my calories for the week have been okay. Yeah, I know, faggot, 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 yeah. But, oh, Jesus. <sighs> yes, sir. Hey, Kevin. <laughs> am, am I losing my mind here? Uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask. Uh, you all right, buddy? Want to talk about it? <sighs> Fuck. I should have known that was coming. I mean, there it is. It's Tuesday. It's 6 p.m. I'm thinking, hey, it's fun time. Hey, let's listen to Kevin. Alcohol by volume. A fun, <laughs> loving alcohol show. And it's just not penning out that way. It's just, it's just anger tonight. No, it, it'll, it'll be fun in a little bit. No, dude, seriously, I know exactly what you're talking about. Oof. I'm dealing with this shit every yeah. day. Ugh. It, it just, it, it is, it is unreal, like, how, well, actually, I guess it's not unreal how people in management are allowed to stay in that position and do what they do. I was going to say, it's quite the opposite of unreal. It's extremely common. Yeah, and and believe me, I would not want to be in any kind of management position because, first of all, I know I would not be a good manager Um, because probably I wouldn't be able to be a fucking dickhead like my boss. <laughs> oh, jeez. Scrams in the chat. Raging for ABV. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, it, Sherry says you sound like shit. Um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm getting a little bit of a kind of kind of hiss, but eh, whatever. Yeah, but she's in Minnesota. Oh yeah, that's probably it. You know, it, it takes a while to get there, and they're probably under snow again. <laughs> they'll be under snow until like July seventh. Oxtail wants then to know have if three days of summer. Oxtail wants to know if you're talking on the phone or using an electric razor or vacuuming. Who me? <laughs> And the funny thing is, I, I have my Skype level, like, I don't know, relatively low, too. Uh, I think I'm fine, but okay. If I sound like shit, I'll leave. I don't know. It's, pro it's probably my shit. I don't know. I got a shitty little board. No, I, I, I didn't set it up properly. I've just, uh, actually, we recorded a podcast yesterday, and I still haven't listened to it. I think it's going to sound like shit. I'm going to have to spend three days cleaning it up. Okay, make sure Dutch doesn't hear it. He'll lose uh. his goddamn mind. <laughs> I'm going to personally send it to him. Oh, that's a good idea, then. Send it to him completely unedited. Maybe he'll fucking kill himself. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go now. Thank you, Dennis. Have a good show, sir. Thanks. All right. Mr. Western Echo. Uh, from, well, just about just about everything MLR-related. <sighs> so, yeah, that that is basically my job right now. So that that is why I drink. Aside from the fact that I'm alcoholic and I do this show and everything, um, that that explains a lot with me. That that explains why I will drop off from social media um, very randomly um, at just well at random points. Um, I don't know. I think the only tweet I had today was uh, promoting my show. Um, Oh, okay. Yeah, Sherry has a good point about uh, you know, Dennis with the podcast. 
Dutch won't be able to hear it for a month. That's about. Does Dutch listen to any of our shows? Any of them? I mean, hey, hey, Dutch, fucker, hey, fucker, Dutch. If you're listening, call the fuck in right now. Um, let's see. If you are listening on download, hey, hey, hey. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, uh, email me. D- tweet at me. Uh, fuck. I know you don't use Twitter anymore. See, th- th- this this will be proof that Dutch does not listen to my show, and I think every show perhaps should do this just to just to test if Dutch. Oh yeah, I forgot he's in jail right now. Well, it's not a real jail. It's fucking work release jail. It's not real jail. It's not real jail until you get fucked in the ass. Wow, that is a soundbite right there. (laughs) Okay. So, like like Dennis said, that's enough of the anger. That's enough of the anger for the show. And yeah, he does. He does occasionally call the red. Uh, Him and him and Texie have some really bizarre bromance going on I, I you know and honestly honestly I think I think that's why he broke up with Kelly because the timing of that little spat on the red and his breakup with Kelly very 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 suspicious I, I'm just putting that out there just my thoughts so ah uh, uh apparently I didn't even realize this until I got a badge on Untapped. Yesterday was National Beer Day, anniversary of Prohibition ending. Um, I, I will also admit I, I discovered that uh, thanks to Beer Drinking Batman on Twitter, which, uh, what's his Twitter handle? At uh, Beer Drinking Bat. So if you want to follow him. Um, Jesus Christ, somebody is fucking up my timeline. Jesus Christ, Malt MVP. Follow too many goddamn Red Wings people. Um, yep, Texie's to blame. Texie is to blame for the breakup of Dutch and Kelly. Let it be known here. Dutch is in a gay romance with Texie from the Red Show. Wednesdays, 9 to 11. Only here on More Like Radio. Um, I was... Well, okay. I, I, I will fully admit that uh, with, with show prep this week, in between the crippling bouts of anxiety and dealing with shit at work. I was not sure if I would have enough material. Um, so this one, this one's kind of a throwaway, but why not? I thought there were actually some decent, decent facts on this, uh, mental floss list. 25 amazing facts for national beer day. Um, let's see. Well, I guess that's kind of interesting. After he won the Nobel Prize, Niels Bohr was given a perpetual supply of beer piped into his house. Now, somebody tell me how I win the Nobel Prize, and it better have been fucking good beer. Uh, The Code of Hammurabi decreed that bartenders who watered down beer would be executed. That is perfectly reasonable. At the wife-carrying world championships, first prize is the wife's weight in beer. Hmm, uh, perhaps I could sign up for that, uh, dress Hammy up as a woman and carry him around. I think that would be, that would be pretty decent. Um, <laughs> son of a bitch, Oxtail, that's yours? <laughs> um, 
Let's see. Uh, yeah, it's kind of boring. Uh, coined in the early 1900s. I did not know that this dated back that far. The word alcoholiday means leisure time spent drinking. So basically, I take an alcoholiday every day after work. Yeah. Uh, the builders of the Great Pyramid of Giza were paid with a daily ration of beer. I'm curious how much that beer was because it could not have, uh, you know, taken away from all the daily whippings and deaths that they dealt with. Uh, during World War II, a bear named Wotek, um, and I, Wotek, it's very similar to the beginning of my last name, oddly enough, joined the Polish army. He transported ammunition and sometimes drank beer. That is a good bear. Uh, we already know about fried beer. I've talked about the five states for beer consumption. Blah, blah, blah. Ooh. Uh, tavern. Sinosilicophobia is the fear of an empty glass. Um, boom, ba, boom, ba, ba, boom. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll sign it to you, Scrams. Oh, this will be fun. Uh, let's see. At the end of Prohibition, FDR said what America needs now is a drink. And, uh, I think every year since then we've needed a drink. Um, George Washington insisted his Continental Army be permitted a quart of beer as part of their daily rations. Uh, okay. This was my favorite of the list and it makes me want to visit Europe. I need to find out where they do this. At spas in Europe, you can literally bathe in beer as a physical and, yes, 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 mental therapeutic treatment. Can I drink beer while I'm bathing in beer? Please, 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 please. Uh, let's see. The moon has a crater named beer. Beer soup was a common breakfast in medieval Europe. Uh, at the start of Bavarian Beer Week in Germany, an open-air beer fountain dispenses free beer to the public. <sighs> yeah, I'm calling out sick. <laughs> and then I dress up in a disguise and uh, just go lay in the fountain. And then in the 1980s, a beer-drinking goat was elected mayor of Lajitas, Texas, which is probably still more qualified than Rick Perry. Haha. <laughs> See, I'm get I get topical and political. Ha 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 ha. Um. Uh, bathing in beer can't be good for women. I don't know. Might might. Well. Yeah, I guess I guess it, I guess it might be might be bad for the good bacteria. Won't go further into that. I was I was gonna make a hacky joke about oh, it improve the taste. <laughs> taste is fine. Whatever you know. Uh, <laughs> wait, do, do, do I need to look up a certain person's uh, Facebook feed and get us some edgy jokes? Ah, uh, certain things like sugar shouldn't go up there, especially yeast. And that, that, is, that is an excellent point. Yes, I, I suppose you would not want yeast up there. I'm very curious who guest 475762 is. Change your goddamn username. Ah... Uh. Let's see. Okay. So I picked up the Sam Adams Spring Variety Pack. That's actually what I am uh, drinking tonight uh, for the most part. With one of my favorites, Maple Pecan Porter, which I already finished. And I wanted to grab it at least once before it disappears. 
because I'm already seeing the summer beers coming out in full force. And I said this with the pumpkin beers when they were hitting in June, July, and August. It's too goddamn soon. Seasonal beers are seasonal for a reason. I understand production schedules and everything. I I understand, like, okay, this is an an analogy that I can work with. The new Transformers movie comes out in July. So you don't, you know, just put the toys out in July. No, you put them out in May. So, you know, you get that kind of lead up to it. But with beer, you don't want that much of a lead up. I don't want a summer shandy right now. I want a summer shandy when it hits May or June. Um, I'll get to you in a second, Oxdale. <laughs> um, so I, I I'm seeing I'm seeing stacks of summer beers, and I'll get into uh, which ones they are in a moment. Because uh, let's see, Oxtail asked if I got any Founders KBS. I did not get any of this run. I, I honestly have never seen it out here in Jersey. I I don't know which places would stock it. I have had KBS before. I did get a bottle from uh, my friend Nicole, who did live in Michigan, where Founders is from. Now lives in Las Vegas, so I get the feeling it's not going to be quite as easy for her to get it. But um. Yeah, see that 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 that's funny. Uh, Roy Black on crack. Uh, I I thought I saw you change your username before, and for some reason it kept it as guest four seven five seven six two. I don't understand that. <laughs> and thank you for the the um, show specific uh, images, Dennis. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I I have had KBS in the past, and it was incredible. Um, uh, and you know. I have I have the empty bottle of it here, just you know, to preserve the memory. Just like I have it alongside my 2013 Bourbon County, uh, um, Bourbon County Stout that I got from Scrams. Um, yeah, Oxdale says it was sold out in two hours. Got one bottle, and I I I think I I think I saw you mention that. Um, I don't know if it was on Facebook, Twitter. So it was somewhere, but I did see I did see that mentioned. Was it that you got the last one? God damn it, Dennis. Ah, I'm not a rapist. Ugh. If anything, I am the rape e. That's a sound clip, right? Ah. So yeah, with the summer beers I'm seeing, I I mentioned the Sam Adams case specifically because I already saw the goddamn Sam Adams summer variety pack the other day, complete with porch rocker, blueberry hill lager. I love that summer pack. I love the selection in there. Again, it's too damn soon. I, I can't... I'd love to have Blueberry Hill Lager right now. But I don't want Porch Rocker yet. It's not It's not the right weather for it yet. I mean, we. I think we, we barely had a 65-degree day today. Uh, I mean, but yesterday... Yesterday was fucking freezing again. It's, uh, I don't know. It, it, it is not summer beer weather yet. Um... Uh, and yeah, Scrams actually has a good idea for that one. Uh, put the put the goth head on it. That that would be kind of funny. Um, Oxtail's wondering why they make so little of it. That is a good question. I know I saw an article earlier today, just going into the history of uh, KBS. I I admittedly did not read through it. Um, I'm wondering if they make any mention of that. It it could be a cost prohibitive kind of thing. 
it could just be to ramp up demand. I don't know. I mean, you look at um, you look at stuff like uh, Hetty Topper, Pliny the Elder. Those things are in huge demand, and you would you know you would think, okay, shit, you know, make more of them because people love this. Let's just let's make more of it. Some of them, I I gotta think that they're they are artificially creating that demand, whereas other brews, that it does end up being a cost kind of thing where. It, there, there's a certain tipping point where it, there's a certain amount they will make where they will not make as much profit off of it, if that makes sense. But I am not an accounting or finance or whatever major, so eh, mileage may vary on that. Um, so back back to the the summer seasonals, the Sam Adams summer variety case. Obviously, that was not the only one that I've seen. Um, I saw, let's see, it was, uh, Cricket Hills, Jersey's summer breakfast ale and ha- had to deal the embar- with the embarrassment of my wife asking me, what's a breakfast ale? I'm like, I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I mean, you know, c- c- could be something different for, you know, different brewers. So I don't know. And, you know, th- th- thankfully even, even the guy at the, uh, at the liquor store didn't even know what it qualified as. I- I'm assuming it's, you know, it's probably a, uh, probably kind of a weedy, beer maybe with some citrus notes in it and you know what just because i am in the interest of um or i am i'm in the uh, business of finding things out let me load up beer advocate here because now i'm actually curious as to what uh cricket hill breakfast let's see specifically what it is jersey summer breakfast ale it, oh, okay. It's a Belgian pale ale. Uh, our unfiltered breakfast ale is as fresh and full of flavor as a day down the shore fermented with Belgian ale yeast. This beer has a slightly tangy, fruity taste Ooh, that pairs as well with bacon and eggs as it does with the backyard barbecue. So they're basically saying, yeah, drink this at breakfast. Easy to drink with wonderful flavor, a combination that makes this beer a summer favorite. It's only 21 IBU, so it's not that bitter. Uh, 5.5% ABV, so it, 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 it's on the verge of sessionable. So, um, I'm seeing some, uh, people talking about biscuity malts, light citrus hops up front with some yeastiness. So I was completely off with that. I I was going for kind of a weedy kind of thing, but anyway, that, that, that has nothing to do with this. I saw Lion and Kugel's summer shandy. Um, of course I seem to see that all the time. I think people just buy way too much of that. Uh, there was a whole display of summer beer releases at the, at the store I went to it's goddamn April. We're barely, barely into spring. <laughs> okay. Butt Monkey just uh, posted a fantastic gif in the chat of, uh, let's see, is he on a bicycle or? No, it looks like a little powered motorcycle. At least the kids were in a helmet. Slam into the tree and wasted a la GTA. Very nice, Butt Monkey. I like that. And again, if you want to know what I'm talking about, morelikeradio.com slash live. Join in the live chat room. And, of course, if you want to call in like our friend Western Echo did, Skype name is Alcohol by Volume, or the phone number is 862-345-7125. So, um, let me get back to that spring variety pack that I picked up. Uh, this year it's got Whitewater IPA, Escape Root, Cold Snap, those last two, they're actually uh, new seasonals. 
Irish Red, Maple Pecan Porter, and of course Boston Lager, which they got to put in every variety pack. Now that I'm a little bit more open to the IPAs, I've already had one bottle of the Whitewater IPA, and I liked it. It was good. Escape Root is really good. Cold Snap is really good. I'm going to review them on the uh, ABV beer tasting list. TinyURL.com slash ABV, was it ABV beer tasting? Or is it, yeah, ABV beer tasting. So TinyURL.com slash ABV beer tasting, open spreadsheet. Check that out. You can add stuff on there. Um, or if there's a pre-existing entry for a beer that you've had, you can add your rating to it. Um, I'm not even, uh, I'm not even, uh, you know, against you adding your own little note in the review column, just as long as you mark your name to it, whatever. Um, I also picked up a growler of Dewclaw's Dirty Little Freak, which for some bizarre reason, I I thought I had had it before in bottles and that I wasn't impressed with it. And I thought I had actually had it during the show, that I I had bought a one-off and had it in a bottle during the show. Um... There, it's weird. There's one supermarket by me that they're um, their separate beer and wine and everything um, area. They have what looks like it should be build a six pack selection, except they don't actually have the carriers for it. So occasionally, I'll just like grab one or two singles from that. But that was not the case with Dirty Little Freak. I apparently never did that. So initially, when I tasted it on the store at the store on tap. I was thinking it was just a difference between bottle and draft. Uh, one of the big parts of that beer is a kind of coconut-centered um, flavor with it. And I was thinking there was more coconut aroma and flavor on draft than in the bottle. And then I realized I was confusing it with the Neshaminy Creek Coconut Mudbank Stout, which that one to me was lacking in the coconut flavor. It was it was decent, but it, it just didn't have the coconut for me. So... The Dirty Little Freak from Dewclaw, it's supposed to emulate the Taste of Girl Scout Samoa's cookie, and honestly, I, I think they nailed it. I, I have to try it in bottles now just to see if there is a difference to it. Um, and I see it all over the place here. Um, it's really, really good. It works. It pulls off the coconut just as successfully as Kona's Cocoa Brown. It's not as, um, it's, it's not as central to the flavor, but the flavor is there. Like it, it's represented just as well as Cocoa Brown uh, with some additional flavor to pull it together, obviously. Ah, Scrams says he's going to see if he can get a bottle of Goose Island Lolita for me. And I'm, damn it, I'm trying to remember what uh, Lolita is. Let me pull up Beer Advocate here. You know what? I should keep Beer Advocate open. What the hell's wrong with me? You'd think I was a professional or something, right? Lolita. Ah, America. Oh, God, dude. Yes. Scrams, if you can get a bottle of that for me, whatever you want here from the East Coast, it's yours. I mean, provided I can find it, obviously. But uh, Lolita from Goose Island is an American wild ale, 9% ABV. For. Oh, I love. Oh, God. American wild ale, one of my favorite, favorite styles. Beer Advocate rates it a 92. Outstanding. Um, let's see, Belgian-style ale aged in French oak Cabernet Sauvignon barrels. Each barrel receives 50-plus pounds of fresh raspberries, spontaneous secondary fermentation in the barrels. So you're going to get some of that sour. And I love me some sour beers. I have, I, 
it's weird. I'm trying to think of the last sour beer I've had. I have not had one in a while just because you know there was there was a period where i was getting them all the goddamn time but they're so cost prohibitive i i wish more and more brewers and more i don't want to say national brewers because that kind of conjures up an image of budweiser but more widely distributed brewers like uh i'll say that again brewers because i clearly fucked that up the first time um like I'll, I'll give Sierra Nevada as an example. I don't see them doing a sour. Sam Adams, I don't see them doing a sour, but it gives you the idea there. Um, oh, I wish more would do it so it wasn't as cost prohibitive. Uh, I mean, right now, you know, like the, the big sours come from like, um, let's see, the brewery. Uh, I know Cigar City does a bunch, but I don't get those up here. I still got to go to those liquor stores in New York to check that out. Um Jolly Pumpkin, and then of course you have your Belgian sours. Um, it's st- still the best bet if you're looking to get into sour beers at all. Look for a variety pack called the I, I think it's called the Sour Power Hour. It is a well, I think it's really just a six pack. Um, has two of each different beer. I believe one of them is um, uh, Petrus Pale Ale, which is one of my favorites, and. Um, here it was like this variety pack was like 22 bucks so a little pricey but it's it's a really good entry point to kind of give you a good sampling of it but if you want to just try and find one petrus pale ale that you can actually find that in um 350 milliliter bottles fantastic really really good gives you that great pucker if you like sour patch kids you'll like a sour beer some people think it's a very strange concept I, i remember Way back in the day when, when the lovely Logan Tittle called into my show, the concept of, of a sour beer seemed very strange to her. But it, it is one of those things that when you get a taste for it, it is amazing. Scram says, it's not as sour as he'd like, but it's fantastic. They had it on tap oh, at his favorite barbecue place by his place. See, that that is the benefit of living in the Chicago area, that you get that Goose Island stuff like that. If if some of the Jersey breweries would start doing some sour beers, ooh, I would be so goddamn happy. I mean, the, the funny thing is, though, from what I've seen at local establishments, they're, they're not even big at stocking the Jersey beers on tap. I don't know why that is. I don't know if it's just a lack of initiative or what. But to be fair, I don't go out as much as I could or should it's tough with a kid at home and another on the way but mm, drink at home whatever um oh and you know what okay this is one thing um let's see uh da, 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 da. only wow <laughs> only seven dollars per eight ounce mason jar <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> believe for for a sour beer at a restaurant that's a damn good price i say that <laughs> oh damn it the, this weekend, I, I, I gotta go. I Oh, I gotta pick up some sour beers. I gotta, 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 gotta. Because, shit, I'm practically done with this Sam Adams 12-pack. I don't know how I managed that. Meanwhile, I still have that uh, cranberita in my fridge. I don't know how that happened. Mm. I don't know. I'll, I'll, get, I'll get really depressed and not care about calories and drink that. Because one can of that, I think, what is it, like a 20... 
four twenty-two ounce can or something is like six hundred something calories. Ugh. Yuck. Um, you know, and you know, speaking of calories, I I I highly doubt he listens, but I'm still gonna give some big congratulations. No pun intended, to uh, our our friend Hammy of Brain Stew Radio, because I was uh, listening to Brain Stew, the last episode of Brain Stew today. And I believe he mentioned that since January, he is down 33 pounds. If I had an applause sounder, I would hit it. Do I have an applause sounder? Um, actually, wait. Do I? Oh, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh. No, I kept that there for a reason. I know we give, I know we give Hammy a lot of grief. Um. We don't give Punchy as much grief now because he's he's practically skinny at this point, but Hammy's doing a good job. So looking forward to seeing his progress the next time I see him, next time ugh, I end up in studio for Brain Stew or something like that. I don't know. I guess we're supposed to hang out next. Actually, wait. Dennis, I think we're supposed to hang out next Friday. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Punchy's, Punchy's work until 8, and then he said something after that. I have no idea what's going on. Um... But I, I totally forgot to mention this last week. Remember that news story, I don't know, a few weeks ago. I mentioned the uh, draft beer jelly belly. You know, people outraged. Eh, you're going to turn our kids into alcoholics. Eh, eh, not our incessant whining. That's not going to drive them to drink beer. Um, I, I got those jelly bellies. They're not bad. They're not mind-blowing. But, I mean, they taste like your average light beer. They're good enough to keep in a dish on my desk at work. Uh, maybe I can fool myself into thinking that I'm actually, you know, tasting beer and, I don't know, you know, relax off that. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, yeah, Scram says they have great beer, but no beer-specific glasses. <laughs> oh. Oh. And, oh, no... Okay, the the cran burrito oxtail. To be fair, the cran burrito. I think that has only been in my fridge since January. Before that, I had the case of straw burrito, and I, you know, I, I I hate putting the emphasis on the burr straw burrito. That I'm not fuck Budweiser. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not playing their game anymore. Um. But yeah, it was the straw burrito that was in the fridge forever. The cran burrito, that's only been in there for about three and a half months, something like that. And Scrams, yeah, I had to add Hoppy to my phone's dictionary too. Um, so, wow. Was, was I actually worried about show prep? Shit. Um, I'll tap into this one thing before I hit break because it is getting to be that time. Ooh. Oh, Butt Monkey says, uh, this shit is gross, and it's old smoky moonshine. Well, th- of course it's gross, Butt Monkey. You didn't get the flavored one. Get the apple pie one. You'll be good. To be fair, I have Midnight Moon, but I, I think the same the same rules apply. Don't don't go for the straight moonshine if you don't want something gross. Uh, the apple pie moonshine will mix with uh, any cola very, very easily and deliciously. Just saying. Um, let's see. Okay. So, apparently Terrapin and Rogue, they are kind of... Oh, the cherry version of Old Smokey sucks, too? Eh, okay. I'll have to remember that. I, I still have my jar of the apple pie moonshine here. Uh, eventually. Eventually, I have a really, really, really bad day, and I'll 
dip into that. Um, but uh, Terrapin and Rogue, they're breaking into canning a bit more. Um, I, I don't think I've seen any Rogue canning. Terrapin, they ordered a canning line from Italy, and that's supposed to be up and running by the summer. Uh, last year, they announced their first canned offering, the Recreation Ale, currently canned by Two Roads Brewing in Connecticut, and it's serving as a test to see if they wanted to fully invest in a canning line. Well, apparently, the test was successful. That is what they are doing. Their next offering, it's going to be the High Five IPA with more, undoubtedly, to come. They're still trying to kind of figure that out. But if they if they invested in their own canning line uh, from Italy, you got to think lots more are going to come. Um, I don't know. I'm curious, like, if they'll do Moohoo in cans, stuff like that. As for Rogue, they're doing a 16-ounce American Amber Ale in cans, and I believe I have an image of the can. I can post that in the chat, morelikeradio.com slash live. It's actually kind of a decent-looking can for Rogue. Um, there we go. <laughs> for a minute there, I thought it wasn't posting. It's uh, designed as a salute to the American Armed Forces in the appearance of a grenade, and it is supposed to be hitting shelves on June 1st in four packs. I can't say I've um, I've had the uh, American Amber Ale before from Rogue. Um, obviously, this kind of looks like a concept for the can. If you look at the words at the top, it, it, it's not photoshopped in right. <laughs> Oxtail says he'll send me his cherry for a donation to the show. Use it as a, oh my god, this sucks segment. <laughs> Um, let's see. Butt Monkey says he tried something from Rogue. Don't remember what. I think the one with the skeleton on it. Uh, uh, fuck. Uh, was that the, is that the, the old bastard ale? I'm trying to remember now. Um, let me see here. See that, that's going to bother me now. Wait, it's not old bastard. Um, fuck. Let me just look up Rogue. Uh, See, as as the beer goes into my head, or into my mouth hole, my my brain really... Uh, oh, Dead Guy Ale. I'm willing to bet. Yeah, Dead Guy Ale. That's that's what it is. Um, now, the question is, Butt Monkey, did you like it? I, I want to say I've had Dead Guy Ale before, but it's been forever, so I don't even remember. I mean, on Beer Advocate, it's rated very highly. Uh, 96 by The Bros. I still hate that. Uh, beer advocate score from I guess the users is 89. It's a Maybach, uh, Hellesbach. So actually, you know what? I should actually try that. Wow, is actually my buzzword today? Ooh. I should try that either again if I have had it before. Because again, god damn it! See, now I'm at that point where I'm just repeating words over and over and over again. Um, if I have had Dead Guy Ale, it's been a really long time and I don't remember it and I I don't think my palate was as developed and sophisticated. So I should pick that up again. I, I've I've been liking the Hellas box lately. Um Let's see. Uh, I think Oh shit, yeah, I can't get yeah. I, I was gonna I was gonna post the image of it, but I can't do that from Beer Advocate, so off to Google it is. Uh, images for Dead Guy Ale. Holy shit, that's a big image. That's like wallpaper-sized image. What the fuck? Jesus, Google, what the fuck are you doing to me? Oi. I can't get any one of these to fucking open properly. 
Uh, I'm trying to contribute to the chat, and Google is just hurting me. Uh, do a Google search for Dead Guy Ale, and you'll see what uh, what Butt Monkey's talking about. <laughs> okay, yeah, and see, Butt Monkey says, your fancy beers fill me up, though, so I only have a couple, and then Pound Miller's. That is what my friend Rob told me. Uh, he said, you know, get get your, you know, have a, have a craft beer or two, and then just, you know, keep the buzz going with the cheap shit. So it's it's not a bad idea. I, I honestly, I need to do that. I'd, I'd save a lot of money. <laughs> um, see, Oxtail says he had the peanut butter uh, donut that was horrible. Yeah, that was the um, fuck. That was the chocolate peanut butter banana ale. That one from Rogue was atrocious. The Bacon maple donut ale from Rogue, the one they had the previous year. That one, you know, I, I would probably not like that as much as I did when I first had it. Um, I wouldn't like that as much now because I was introduced to the wonderful world of rock beers. Uh, <laughs> that is a good sounder, Scrams. Jesus, Google, what the fuck are you doing to me? <laughs> um, wait, pretzel raspberry chocolate one? Butt monkey is did wait what what rogue did a pretzel raspberry I have no idea but it sounds delicious oh oh fuck I have pretzels upstairs too I have those goddamn um ah uh, fuck fuck what's ah uh, I'm trying to remember the brand of pretzels now um it's a brown bag it's not it's 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 not like Lay's or anything like that um. Oh my god, it's it's I wanna say it begins with a W. Somebody help me here in the chat, please. Oh god damn. Um I'm gonna have to see if Google will bail me out with this. Pretzel brand Snyder's Is it Snyder's? Or is it rolled gold? Fuck. God damn it, I don't remember what my wife bought. Uh any, in any case, it they're the um the square like the square pretzels, like the the crosshatch ones, and they're the butter flavored ones. You eat one, it tastes like you're biting into a stick of butter, but in a good way. Oh, I think. Uh, I, you know what? I, I I think during break I'm go- I'm gonna have to go have some of those. So, uh, yeah, I'll I'll be back in a bit. I'll call by volume, more like radio. I'll go by Cheers. volume, Kevin oh, Show. Hey, it's hey. oh, the name of the show. Hey, more like radio, less like crap. Want more alcohol by volume? Because I'm kind of drunk for this. Let's shit nuts. Download past episodes at morelikeradio.org. Join the Facebook group at facebook.com slash group slash alcohol by volume. Like the Facebook page, facebook.com slash MLR alcohol by volume. And follow along on Twitter at MLR underscore alcohol. I find you're drunk in this fit. Are you on a pee? I am drunk, or I wouldn't be talking to you. The newest episodes of Talk Radio Meltdown air first on More Like Radio. Listen to new episodes every Friday starting at 4 p.m. Eastern at morelikeradio.com. More Like Radio has a lot of great shows, including ours. Talk Radio Meltdown every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern on More Like Radio. Listen in at morelikeradio.com. Hey, smokers, you stink. I'm not talking about your character. That's a given. I'm talking about your clothes. It's time to kick the butts and move over to something more pleasant. I'm talking about e-cigs from Smokeless Image. 
They're cheaper than cigarettes, don't smell, and are available in a wide variety of flavors ranging from mints, fruits, desserts, or the traditional tobacco flavors if that's what you want. Simply go to tinyurl.com slash mlrsmoke for all your vaping needs. That's tinyurl.com slash mlrsmoke. Wednesday night at 11 p.m., tune into More Like Radio for two hours of wrestling talk on Markout Radio with Dark Fox and Friends. Fistful of assholes! Excuse me? Fistful of assholes? Really? You want me to say that? Just do the bit. <sighs> All right, you're such a diva now that you have your own show with guest host Punchy, Greenway, and whoever else shows up on Skype or in Fox's creepy basement studio. The smell of cum and beer doesn't make it creepy. Maybe not, but the fleshlight does. Listen, I have a healthy sexual appetite. Thank you very much. What are the anal beads for? Can you just do the bit? Ugh, fine. Jesus, and you wonder why people get Marianne to do the audio bits. Markout Radio live every Wednesday night from 11 p.m. Eastern on More Like Radio. This is it, the apocalypse. Hey, are you absolute garbage? Let me guess, an alcoholic? A drug addict? When was the last time you were even out of your house? Well, why don't you join us for the Red Show? We're all about personal betterment and self-esteem. I want to do, uh, you know, maybe like uh, City Meets the Swamp, something, something. I hope it ends up with the fucking city getting eaten by a goddamn alligator. Ambassadors of peace at any income level. That's what we do here. We're all about olive branches. <laughs> no, you're a fucking white trash asshole. You're about olive fucking garden, okay? <laughs> One thing we don't forget is how important our fans are. Is there anything more you want to say about any of these uh, cocksuckers that are listening? No, I don't think so. Okay. And we recognize the struggles and hardships of our friends. We don't give a fuck. I hope you relapsed. Burn in hell, bull. Oh my god. What are you I meant doing? I love you, bro. Get better. So come join us live Wednesday nights and experience functional substance abuse on The Red Show. Only on More Like Radio. You're doing some things with Enya, correct? I, I hope you end your life. Now, <laughs> get <off the> mic- <laughs> now get off the microphone while I talk to my pal. You know, at the start of the last episode, we went through uh, different nationalities, you know, and now people know that we're Irish. <laughs> and now people know that we're all shite at accents <laughs> as well. <laughs> but I was wondering, is it prejudice to not make fun of, like, all of the countries? Where's you going for here? We'll name check every country on the show, that way no one can be mad about that. I can do, Swedish. Oh, yeah, cool. Birdie, birdie. <laughs> and to the Italians? Papa the poopy. Papa the poopy. <laughs> okay. To the Mexicans? The A-man. <laughs> uh, Spain? That's <laughs> uh, Singapore? <laughs> Amazing. Australians? Crocodile Doom Dark. No. A big loop, are you? No, that sounds that's like terrible. Limerick or something. <laughs> that's why we never slide off the Irish, do we? Someone put a bomb in me potato. <laughs> there you go. OSW Review. All Irish, all racist. <laughs> Saturday's noon east. Join Halls and Rorschach as they bring you the news you need to get you through your weekend. <laughs> Ali, can you hear me? Yes. <laughs> okay, Ali, I'm outside right now. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's really boring hard out here. Uh, Sounds like it. Where are you at? Are you in Antarctica? <laughs> uh, wait a minute, Ali, I 
see somebody coming toward me. There's a, there's a man coming toward me. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, what, you, uh, uh, what are you doing in my yard? I'm getting too old for this shit. Hey guys, it's Halls from It's All About Me. Join Rorschach and myself every Saturday from noon to 2 Eastern Time right here on More Like Radio. Do you like video games? Are you a little antisocial? Well, listen to Antisocial Gamer Radio. Tuesdays from 3 to 5 on morelikeradio.com. If you're ready for pro wrestling like it's never been seen before, pro wrestling meant for an adult audience, and pro wrestling where nobody says brother or tells you you can't see them, check out Combat Zone Wrestling, the most innovative, high-flying, hard-hitting, ultra-violent promotion on the planet today. Combat Zone Wrestling. Visit us at www.czwrestling.com. The Cousin Joe Show. Now, I know what a crack vial is because there was one time I went to go score Coke, and this guy in Patterson asked him for Coke, and he goes, All right. And like usual, they got it all set up great. They got fucking. They got all their. They're like fucking 14 year old kids on bicycles riding around the corner to flag the dealer if the cops are around. Like just as lookouts while I'm parked, and the guy goes in the apartment or whatever and gets the shit. Comes out with these vials of. It looks like salt. And I'm like, What is this? He goes, it's coke. And the way he looked at me and said it, I'm like, I'm not arguing with this guy. I'm not I'm just gonna pay, take it. And I tried stiffing crack. I didn't realize until like two minutes later. I'm like, why is my nose getting clogged with shit? I'm like, oh wait, this isn't coke. This is these are crack rocks. But they were <laughs> they were they look like, like sea salt. They're like fucking <laughs> So you just you got overcharged. I remember I went to go get a haircut right after that and I was looking in the barber shop. Coke? <laughs> I did no, everything on no. coke hey, back then. It was crack. <laughs> it was just part of my day. What are you talking about? Out. I remember looking in the mirror going like, shit, because they started to fall out of my nose. Tune in to the Cousin Joe Show live Thursday night 7 to 10 on More Like Radio. A ton of lineup stronger than Owen Hart's safety harness. MoreLikeRadio.com Other internet radio stations are gay. Let's talk to another R. Kelly supporter. Uh, you there, urban youth. Why do you think R. Kelly is innocent? If I started peeing on you right now, would you A, smile and ask for more, or B, move the hell out the way? But before you answer that, let me ask America. Has pee ever really hurt anybody? And I want to give a big shout-out to my homie, Diva! What's up? Okay, that's enough. Get off me! Get off me, Huey! Free R. Kelly! Hey, yo, yo, yo! Look, does R. R. Kelly haters are pressing that little boy? Free R. Kelly! Free R. Kelly! Get out of here! We know we I knew it would be just 
just a matter of time before violence broke out. It's pandemonium here at the R. Kelly trial. Oh, the humanity! Oh, maple, bacon, and beer. Oxtail knows what's up. Welcome back to Alcohol by Volume here at MoreLikeRadio.com. The number to call in, 862-345-7125. Or the Skype name, Alcohol by Volume, all one word. If you want to join in the live chat, MoreLikeRadio.com slash live. We have, a, we have a pretty good chat room going. Almost rivals the Red Show Wednesdays, 9 to 11. Also here on More Like Radio. Ah, um, during during the during the break, uh, us in the chat, we were we were kind of talking about uh, kind of beer food and stuff like that because I was uh, talking about the pretzels. Uh, the pretzels that I have upstairs are goddamn good. Snyder's of Hanover Butter Snaps pretzels. They're really, really, really good. Um. Uh, I I also like I mentioned in the chat I have moose munch from Harry and David upstairs the pretzels three pieces of buffalo chicken pizza I I'm fucked after the show uh, I gotta watch my calories uh, uh, little Matt says chicken nuggets and cheap beer is the best oxtail's talking about honey roasted nuts and beer butt monkey's talking beer dip and oxtail was talking his Maple, bacon, and beer. Every time he has a party, he goes through at least three pounds of bacon. Oh, and Scrams is trying to watch the uh, Sabres game. Let's bring up the NHL scoreboard. Let's see what's going on in the NHL right now. Oh, fuck. Fuck! (laughs) I didn't realize the uh, Sabre game was actually uh, right now. Oof. Oof. I thought that started at 7.30. Silly me. Uh, let's see if I can pull up a. Do I, do, okay, good. I do have Chrome, uh, Chrome muted because that that would. Be, why are the fucking sabers on a power play? Oh, wait, what? What? Why are the sabers on a power play? I, I. God damn it! Um. Oh come on, live TV dot ru. Work for me. Come up with your magic. Ah, fuck it. I can watch the game after the after the. Goddamn show! <laughs> Whew. You know what? I'm I, I gotta keep the scoreboard up because that's just the way I am. I am an addict. Um, who else is playing right now? Ottawa and Islanders. That is a, uh, a completely irrelevant game. Uh, Carolina and the Rangers. Uh, Phoenix and Columbus. It's uh, kind of a big game right there. Uh, Toronto and Tampa Bay at seven thirty. <laughs> Toronto. Philly and Florida at 7.30, Washington and St. Louis at 8. That is uh, kind of a big one for Washington. Boston and Minnesota, 8 o'clock, uh, 8.30. Nashville and Dallas, 9.30. Rounding out the lineup tonight, Colorado and Edmonton. Ah, so, uh, so so no games for uh, for for Vancouver and the, um, and the uh, recently fired Mike Gillis. Ooh! Kind of had to know that was going to happen. That's uh, that that's very very hockey referential. So, um, they, Oxdale Caps aren't dead yet. Caps Caps are still very technically alive. Um, 
let me pull up the wonderful Puck Daddy blog. And I, I know I have hockey fans that are listeners here. Um, Rooster hits the ice in Czech League game, ruins everything. I'll have to look at that later. Um, God damn it. Wow, there have been a lot of articles since I was last on here. Uh, what is the tragic number for the Washington Capitals? Uh, tragic number is four. So, uh, I think... I don't remember. Uh, all the, uh, team, damn it, I don't remember what the tragic number means on here. It's not good for them. But uh, they have a... Well, <laughs> they have a 2% chance of the second wild card in the Eastern Conference. Very much the same chances as the Leafs, but the Leafs have a better, I don't know, better history of imploding, and their tragic number is three. I think it has to do with uh, wins, losses of other teams, and points, and whatever. Um, God damn it, Red Sox. I, I, I know, I know I have, I have hockey fans in the chat here, and one day, one day, I will be part of a hockey podcast or live show or whatever on more like radio and the nice part of something like that is that for the most part i'll be able to take the summers off with something like that so i don't know if anybody wants to wants to join me with that i don't know dennis uh red Sox. i don't know wants to do a hockey show i'm game my wife will hate me but <laughs> Whatever, she's already married to me. <laughs> Sucker. Oof. Hope she is not listening. Ooh. Okay, uh, let me just keep the box score here. Throw that into a different window so I can see if any bad scoring occurs. Okay, I'm good. So, what was I going to get to? What was it? Okay, yeah, Little Matt had, does, have a, does have a good point. Um, I don't know. Hockey, hockey is better than man cave, though. Just, just saying, just saying. Oh yeah, Oxel saying new goalie refused to play today because he didn't want to play against his old team tonight. Yeah, I, I, I heard that Halak didn't want to play against the Blues. You know what? <laughs> Goalies are weird. If, if his head's not in it, part of me can't blame him. But come on, Caps, there are four games left in the season. Four games potentially left in your entire season because you're the playoffs are tight right now um i i i want to be on halak's side but i i don't understand that i do not understand that but enough hockey talk here enough hockey talk i usually do that top of the show not the top of the after the break it's a little bit different so question how is Yingling's return to Massachusetts faring? Well, given how excited uh, Marianne from uh, Daytime Divas, Mondays, 10 to midnight, here on More Like Radio, uh, given how excited she was about Yingling's return to Massachusetts, I got this from brewbound.com. Back in January, Yingling's COO stated he'd be very disappointed, in quotes, if the company failed to capture 5% of the Massachusetts beer market in the first 12 months of the brand's return. And I guess that's I guess that's fair. I mean, I, I, I figure he knows what he's talking about. Thus far, they've secured 6,000 points of distribution and have already dismissed the notion of friendly competition in the state. 
what that means for them. Uh, beers like Slum Brew, Brooklyn Brewery, stuff like that, they, they've been knocked off tap lines in favor of Yingling. However, it hasn't limited startup breweries from continuing to manifest in Massachusetts. So competition is still obviously good. Um, yeah, I know, Dennis. I was I, I was too busy at the top of the show doing... Instead of hockey, so... Eh. I, I'm, I'm entitled... I'm entitled to just do a rant every every so often. Every so often, other shows do it. I I, I had to have mine. I, I, I peer pressure. I want to be part of the gang. Drinking right now, Escape Route from Sam Adams. Let's see what the label says. Uh, escaping from winter's darkness, this hazy golden unfiltered Kolsch style creates a fresh start. Blah, blah, blah. Hybrid style. So little fruit notes, vanilla, smooth crispness of a lager. Escape Root, if you have not had it before, it's actually really good. Um, wait, which one's not going to be a soundbite, Matt? <laughs> but um, yeah, the, the the spring pack from Sam Adams. I haven't had a bad beer in the bunch. Uh, it, it's actually kind of funny. The Irish Red, I'm, I don't like it as much since I had the Ruby Mild. It's still good, but I like the Ruby Mild so much better. That was in the goddamn autumn pack. So I get screwed with that. Ah, okay. Um, this this was one I, I I picked up yesterday, and I it's kind of a weird story. Absolute the vodka. Uh, I was gonna say brewers. That would be completely inaccurate. The vodka distillers. They are starting to go local with micro-distilling projects. I got this from shankandnewsdaily.com. The Our Slash Vodka Initiative began last year in Berlin, the purpose of which was to pair uh, with local partners to open micro-distilleries producing vodka with a focus on local ingredients. It kind of gives you some of that feel that craft brewers have been doing, trying to go for the local ingredients. Now, that said, each one's still going to have the same recipe and be packaged in a small bottle with a crown cap. So, I mean, I'm curious if there's really going to be a distinctiveness... <laughs> Whoa, excuse me. ...in the flavor due to local ingredients or not. Um, th- I'm not exactly one that can really distinguish differences in vodka um, beyond the smoothness b- between a really cheap one and a decent one. I mean, you know, I can drink Absolute and Smirnoff and stuff like that just fine. But if you throw something like I don't know five o'clock vodka at me, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm well, I'm gonna basically think I'm drinking rubbing alcohol. Um, so it, like I said, it makes me think about the craft beer collaborations, in a sense. Um, but I suppose this might be more like if Budweiser collaborated with craft breweries around the country, which I honestly could never see Budweiser doing. It, it's too hostile a relationship between. You know, the two entities there. Uh, A new R Vodka distillery is set to open in Detroit in June with projects in Seattle, New York, Amsterdam, Los Angeles, and London to follow later this year with more in Austin, Miami, Nashville, New Orleans, and I'm going to pronounce this as they do down there, uh, Melbourne, set for 2015. Uh, with any luck, I might be able to check out uh, the one in New York after it opens in November. It's going to be based in Manhattan, 
and it's going to double as a tasting room, a shop, and an event space. Um, okay, yeah, Dennis is... Um, <laughs> what? It, oh, oh, J5's in the chat. Host of uh, Unsigned Hype coming up after my show. He's saying it's the worst on-air burp ever. What? What? Oh, I thought that one was okay. God damn it. Dennis is saying I don't drink Absolute and Smirnoff. I drink girly-flavored cocktails. Okay, to be fair, yeah, the 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 vodkas I had last time were Pinnacle, um, Pinnacle and uh, UV. So yeah, I wasn't even going with absolute flavors or Smirnoff flavors. Dennis has called me out. He is correct. <sighs> I am shamed. Anyway, um, yeah. So that's that's that. I don't drink vodka that much recently. Anyway, um. Oh yeah, <laughs> Scrams is right. You know, they, Budweiser wouldn't collaborate; they just buy the smaller breweries like they did with Goose Island. And thankfully, thankfully, they haven't fucked up Goose Island. Uh, and th- I mean that—that's why I still have been very happy with Goose Island brews. Um, they—they still taste fine. They, I—I I don't get a difference out of them. There, there are some people that will tell you they swear that you know Goose Island has changed and doesn't taste as good. I don't know. I I I think I think it's just fucking hipsters, you know, with their their long beards, their handlebar mustaches, and their skinny jeans, and they're I don't know, listening to um, fuck. What's a good hipster band? Um, I don't know. I I'm, I'm wow. Wow, you see, I, I'm so I'm so trapped in my own music. I I can't even think of the hipster bands. Eh, doesn't matter. Butt monkey talking about uh, vodka gummy bears. Those are okay. Can't shit on those. Damn, I'm I'm trying to remember when I did that show. It it, it I um. There were a few different um. Like alcohol food things I did. And I did I did soak gummy bears and I did. Um. I did pineapple soaked in Bacardi, but I made or uh, not Bacardi um. Malibu, but I made the mistake of doing a spiced Malibu, and it did not come out good. If it was regular Malibu, it probably would have been delicious. Um, oh, okay. Scram says they didn't buy it; they bought into it. Okay, see that? You know, makes sense. Um, but shit. Um, I think, I think the gummy bears I did do vodka soaked, and I think I just did straight up vodka because at that point I think I still had a. Uh, Oops. <laughs> there goes that coaster. Um, I think I still had a fifth of Absolute in the fridge at that point. But um, th- those were pretty good. Uh, the longer you <laughs> let them sit, the more the gummy bears seem to grow, which is a little bit creepy. But, yeah, if you th- the pineapple rings, I want to do that again, but I want to do it with straight-up Malibu, not the spice shit. See, my problem was, and I will fully admit to this, uh, apparently Malibu has a locale version out there, but I didn't pay attention to the fact that it was a spiced version. So I grabbed that, not thinking, and yeah, I fucked that up. Regular Malibu is fucking awesome. You you can mix that with practically anything, and it's great. But I don't know, spice stuff. It it's a little bit trickier. I know I got uh, some spice rum in the fridge, and you you got to be careful what you mix that with. Um, oh, Scrams is right. My mistake was trying to think of good hipster bands. Well, not necessarily good, just, you know, 
just hipster bands. Well, you know why I couldn't think of any hipster bands? Because I probably haven't heard of them. <laughs> Sorry. Um, the fuck is that? God damn it. I, I'm like, there's that one band that is always played on the radio that is truly a hipster band, and I can't remember what the fuck their name is now, which is probably a good thing. Uh, okay. Let me let me let me get into like some kind of news things. Uh, game is still scoreless. That is a, I don't know that. Fuck! Why can't why can't the Wings score against Buffalo? Jesus, it's Buffalo. Aren't they down to like their third or fourth string goalie at this point? Jesus. Ugh. I swear, my team can't beat the teams they should be able to beat, and then beat teams like Boston and. Pittsburgh, and I don't understand it. And considering we're probably facing Pittsburgh in the first round of the playoffs, provided we don't completely shit the bed in these last few games of the season, we better fucking beat Pittsburgh. Because if we don't, I'm hiding under a bed for the entire summer. I'm not listening to any hockey podcast after that. I love the Merrick versus Wyshynski podcast, but ugh. Ugh, I cannot deal with Penguin's love. Um, wait a second. What the, I'm I'm trying to figure out what little Matt is getting at. He says uh, in the chat, since when has Cornax been on ABV? Well, I'm 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 trying to figure out if he's being sarcastic, but Cornax has actually called into the show numerous times. I mean, um. He is actually probably the most frequent caller, which, to be fair, isn't saying much. Um, probably, well, actually, no. Technically, technically, Dennis is probably the most frequent, although he was uh, silent for a bit. Uh, and then Cornex, and then probably our, our friend Scrambler. And I will welcome the illustrious Mitch to the chat, who... Um, was it wasn't it Mitch's birthday uh, yesterday? Yeah, I don't know. Oh wait, wait, wait. Okay, now I understand because uh, Dennis kind of pointed it out. He says, "I don't know what's funnier, Matt's reference to the fact that Kevin doesn't get it." Yes, yes, yes. Dennis said that was probably the creepiest laugh ever. <sighs> that was very much a Cornax laugh, wasn't it? That was a Cornax laugh, and I apologize for that. Oof. I mean, the, the only person that should laugh like that is someone that has not gotten laid. Simple as that. Sorry, Cornex. Ah. So, you know, th this will probably be the last uh, kind of newsy-ish item that I do today. Illustrious bitch? What? Oh, Mitch is an illustrious bitch. Mitch is awesome. Mitch, Mitch is one of my favorite people, even if he hates me. I know, you know he, he's still one of my favorite people. He's a good guy. Doesn't want people to know. Uh, this is probably before I get into the uh, new beer releases and reveals. Believe me, I was in such a f fucking shitty mood at the before I went into my rant at the beginning of the show and really got into my drinking. Uh, I wasn't even sure if I was going to make it uh, an hour and a half. Oh, and Mitch says he doesn't hate me. Feel better now. I actually, I actually feel, uh, actually feel, I don't know, happy. 
This is weird. I, I, I don't know how to process this. Oof. Oh, okay. He hates my odd obsession with children's toys. Um, so I got this from Scrambler. He sent me this link, and I, I thought this was actually very interesting because it is something that I have... I, I've heard on other uh, beer-related podcasts. They, they, they've done some stuff like this. I, I've, I've read pairings of this before, but I've never actually done it. Reading through this, it makes me want to do it. It is how to pair beer and cheese. Now, it, it you know it may sound kind of hoity-toity, but there's actually kind of a you know kind of cool stuff behind this. Um, I have never been a cheese person per se. I I like a slice of cheese on a burger. Give me shredded cheese on nachos. Maybe you know a taco or burrito. Um, a properly done mozzarella stick. But, you know, just a raw cheese cube or piece or whatever on a plate, it's, it's never been in my palate. I go for melted cheese as an accessory, yes. But as a centerpiece to a bite, I've never really been able to manage it. That said, these pairings in this article, they are something I would try for the sake of science or for the show or whatever. I don't want to sound like fucking Bobo for those who get that reference. Uh, maybe I'm missing out on something. I don't know. Maybe I've only been exposed to, you know, cheapy cheese plates that taste like wax. I don't know. Um, there are six pairings in this article, and the craft beers that they pair them with, they're, they're readily available, at least in my area, so I would hope... Uh, like, I know one of them Sierra Nevada, so that's a pretty good distribution net there. So as long as you can get the cheese... I would think this would be easy enough to do. I would genuinely like to try these pairings in a future episode so as to give a first-hand view of the flavors and the combination pairings and all that. Um, it's just a matter of you know getting the small amount of the cheese because, well, I, I really don't need a huge amount of cheese. You know, simple as that. Um, um, oh, back in the chat. Dolly says, Mitch is like a Sour Patch Kid. Sour on the outside, sweet and gooey on the inside. Aww. When I first met him, I thought he was an asshole. Now that we've been together for over two years, I still think he's an asshole, but I also know his sweet side. Aww. That's so sweet. Yeah, but we, we've, 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 seen, we've seen Mitch's sweet side. Oh, wait, she says she means his asshole. Oh, okay. <laughs> nah, M- M- Mitch is a good guy. He's an asshole, but he's a good guy. And that's why we keep him around. So, uh, further from this, did I mention it was from Esquire? I want to give proper attribution where it is uh, where it is due. Like I said, Scrambler sent me this one. The, uh, the first... The first pairing here, it's mild cheddars and brown ales. Uh, they give examples here. I don't, I don't know how how accessible the cheese example is, but I'll give it anyway. Jasper Hill Cabot Clothbound Cheddar. Uh, that means something to you. And Samuel Smith's Nut Brown Ale. Of course, that one... Uh, damn it! 
Now that I'm thinking, I should have fucking used that with my uh, with my brew salt. Ah, could have used that with the bacon. I don't know why I didn't think about that. Um, but I know that one I've seen around here. Samuel Smith's that that seems to be a brand with pretty good saturation. As it goes in the article here, cheddar and ale go way back, at least to the origin of the English plowman's lunch. The sweet caramel and nutty flavors of this aged cheddar play off the malt and dark fruit found in a smooth nut brown ale. See, okay, this is something I could do too. Also try brown ale with your next grilled cheese, or for that matter, grilled anything. Again, that that's a melted cheese. See, that's something that's something I can deal with. Um, I don't know. I don't know what my problem is with you know quote raw cheeses. I I probably had some kind of weird traumatic experience. Um, let's see. What do I got next? Uh, blue cheeses and IPAs. Now, it's weird. I I don't eat blue cheese on its own, but you put it on, you know, a pizza or. You know, if I'm, I guess, dipping a uh, a wing from Buffalo Wild Wings into a blue cheese sauce, I apparently like the flavor, I'm guessing, unless the sauces are that much different. Uh, the example they give here is Tuxford and Tebbit Stilton. Again, I... Apparently, what are they linking to? Murray'sCheese.com. I am not ordering cheese online, I'm sorry. And Dogfish Head 90-Minute IPA, which I believe I've had. I've either had the 90-Minute or the 60-Minute. I'm not sure. Again, from the article, it takes a hell of a beer to stand up to the powerful flavors of a veiny, complex blue cheese. Stilton has a meatiness and high salt content that contrasts well with IPA's piney, intense bite. Of all the pairings that I saw here, this is probably the one that I would most likely do because I know I like blue cheese and I'm starting to like IPAs, so why not, you know, why not do something that, you know, a pairing that would enhance both? Um, wait, Dennis said there's no such thing as cheeses. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. Cheese is plural. I apologize. Cheese. Cheese. Not cheeses. Cheese. Okay. Uh, aged Swisses and Box. Uh, example. Jesus Christ, they're giving me weird French words here. Uh, Sir Schwa, Gruyere Grand Cru, and Shiner Bach. Again, Shiner is one that you're... Pretty good distribution area on that one. Uh, okay, Red Wings on a power play. Uh, this mellow, strong, smooth Bach does the trick of balancing out a tangy, dense Gruyere also applies to fondue. That actually, um, a little tangent here. I know there's a there's a fondue restaurant. It's not it's not quite near where we live. It's near where we used to live. So it's maybe about I don't know 35 minutes away. Called the Melting Pot. They will occasionally do uh, beer pairing dinners. I've so wanted to do one. They're a little expensive though. Plus, it doesn't really help that my wife does not drink beer. And I don't know if you can go on one of those evenings and not have the beer pairing dinner. Theoretically, I suppose I could drink her beer, but I would be completely toasted by the end of the evening. So that might be a bit much. Um, but hey, more beer for me. Why not? 
I don't know. I, I really want to go to one of those and report back from it. Uh, I, I know there are restaurants around here that that do beer pairings. There are at least a, a few that I've seen like pop up in my mailing list and things like that. And I want to do it. Again, it's, it, it's fucking tough when you have a toddler at home. Ugh. The wrong, the wrong time for me to have this show. God damn it. Of course I have another one on the way. God damn it. Okay. Uh, fresh chevres and wheat beers. The example is Vermont Butter and Cheese Creamery's Chevre and Widmer Brothers Hefeweizen. Now, I don't remember if I get Widmer Brothers out here, but again, you can go for a Hefeweizen, you know, across the board there. Wheat beers tend to be higher in acidity and light in taste, which means they're best served with young, mild cheeses, a soft, creamy cheese like chevre will do nicely. And the fact that Hefeweizens are highly carbonated means they'll wash out that just-ate-goat-cheese feeling, too. Uh, Let me check back in the chat here. (laughs) God damn it, little Matt. I love memes. I love memes. Especially with cheese graters, apparently. Uh, Washed rind cheeses. I have no idea what the hell that means. And Belgian Trappist ales. I do know what that means. Now, this this is curious because the cheese they're referencing is actually from the same place as the beer. The example Chimay Grand Cru and Chimay Grand Reserve. Whoa. Uh, these are cheeses that you can smell from down the block. Their funkiness is mellowed and balanced by the strong dry spice of the Grand Reserve. Chimay Grand Cru and Grand Reserve in particular were made in the same abbey in Belgium. A good indicator that they'll work well together. Now, uh, let's see that. Uh, Oh, okay, from uh, Chimay.com. Yeah, I I don't think I want to be ordering cheese from Belgium, per se, but... And then the last one on here, aged Goudas and Stouts. Uh, The cheese is Two Sisters Notorious Gouda. Let's see where they link this from. Uh, Again, from Murray'sCheese.com. And Sierra Nevada Stout. That is a widely available stout. Good stout, too. Very, Very solid stout. It can be tricky to find a partner for stouts, but their deep roasted caramel and black coffee flavors generally find a nice place alongside crunchy, butterscotchy aged goudas. I have never thought of cheeses as having a crunchy or butterscotchy characteristic. So maybe I've really been missing out with cheeses. I don't know. Final line in this article. Ooh the hell did I just do there? I almost knocked something out. That was unfortunate. Woo. Uh, okay, that's a USB cable that connects to my mixer. That, that wow. That that could have been that could have been fully disastrous. Oof. You would think with with with, with the like the blackout vodka show. I, I I did not knock out a USB cable. This one, I almost do it. Go figure. Um Last line in this article, consider it a wise... God damn it. Consider it a wise dessert alternative. So, this is something I do want to try at some point. Perhaps, you know, sometime in the near future. I don't know when. 
but I would like to try it. Uh, okay. Just making sure my USB cable is not uh, kind of dangling a little bit there. Uh, oh, Mitch, yeah, I, I actually did see that article. Mitch has a uh, article, eight beers that you should stop drinking immediately. I, th- I think it had to do with uh, well, like GMOs and stuff like yeah, GMO corns. You know what? I, I will cover this now just because uh, before I get into the, the beer releases and reveals for the week. But first, uh, let me open my last beer. Well, potentially last beer of the evening. White Water IPA, Sam Adams. Ah, yeah. Yep, drinking a IPA again. Um. God damn it, I know I fucked up something with my audio because I can hear some kind of hissing. I don't know if you guys can. Um, I, I've seen this article in a couple different places having to deal with harmful ingredients that are commonly found in beer. GMO corn syrup, GMO corn, high fructose corn syrup, fish bladder, propylene glycol, uh, monosodium glutamate, natural flavors, GMO sugars, caramel coloring, insect-based dyes, carrageenan, BPA, and lots more. An article that I read and then the the um, resulting comments from it, there was a lot that really uh, contested what was going on. And you know what? Hold on a second. Let me reach underneath my desk here for a second. I want to make sure this plug is properly seated. I don't know. Can you hear me at all? I don't know how well this microphone picks up shit. Let's see, USB, and okay. Okay, I think that's fine. I don't know if you heard any of that, whatever. But um, the, the the propylene glycol, I know that somebody mentioned, um, I'm, I want to say like um, accelerant, cooling agent, something like that. I don't know. God damn it, I got something going on with my... Uh, tweak that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if you guys can... I, I'm, I'm hearing it mostly in my left channel. I'm not sure what's going on. I did something. I did something to my mixer. I don't give a shit. Show's almost over. Whatever. Um, yeah, Mitch. Yeah, it's organic bullshit, but it's beer! Uh, oh, Scrams just tossed a Sam Adams Spring Brews in his cart. Good choice, sir. Yeah, while you can still find it before the summer ones are completely saturating. It, it it is a good selection in there. It, it genuinely is. Um, but yeah, they kind of go in uh, Newcastle Brown Ale. They're saying how it has uh, caramel coloring. Uh, class 3 and 4 caramel coloring is made from ammonia. Classified as a carcinogen. Oh, no, the one and only beer with cancer-causing qualities. Oh, no. I don't see Budweiser, one of the most popular beers. Uh, they use GMO corn. Oh, no. Genetically modified corn. Bad. Uh, let's see. Corona Extra, GMO corn syrup, and propylene glycol. <sighs> propylene glycol is controversial. It's said to be uh, may be potentially harmful to your health. Well, um, isn't propylene glycol in um, e-cigs, too? So I don't think it's uh, that bad for you, honestly. Um. God damn it. You know what? Hold on. Let me unplug this. I don't know. I'm getting some kind of some kind of fuzz in, in my headphone. I'll figure it out after the show. Whatever. Um, 
Miller Lite, uh, another one with GMOs, GMO corn and corn syrup, Michelob Ultra, GMO, Guinness, what? High fructose corn syrup, what? And fish bladder and high... What's the, what's the problem with fish bladder? I, I, I don't see the, you know, big deal about that. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Fish bladder, whatever. And high fructose corn syrup. High fructose corn syrup has long been banned from many stores and drinks. Really? I don't know. I, I still see it in lots of shit. Uh, Coors Light, uh, GMO corn syrup, PBR, uh, GMO corn, corn syrup. Oh, and then we have GMO free beers, Wallovers, Lamar Street, Bison, Dogfish Head. Of course, Dogfish Head just does good beers anyway. Brooklyn Brewery, Sam Smith's, uh, non-organic beers, unpasteurized and unfiltered Sierra Nevada, uh, Dogfish Head, Victory, uh, Ho Garden, Why Heights, Stefaner, other hunting. So, I, I I've seen this in a few different articles where people are panicking over certain things popping up in beer. I don't know what it is. Um, uh, one of them I saw, it was, it was someone who is notorious for railing against GMOs and stuff like that. So I, I think, I think it really propagated from her blog and just kind of spread from there. Uh, let's see. Scram says, uh, six kind of beers in a 12 pack seems a little much. How about we ditch this Boston lager? Yeah. Sam Adams needs to do that. We're already drinking Boston Lager. You don't need it in every single seasonal pack you have. I I don't understand why they do that. I mean, it really annoyed me in the winter pack when I think it was um oh, fuck there there was one there was one standard winter beer that they cut out. It wasn't the old Fezziwig. It was uh, they had the old Fezziwig, they had the winter lager, they had the Boston Lager. But there was one winter staple that they cut out. Can't remember what it was, but cut out the Boston Lager. We do, we're we're drinking that anyway. We don't need it in the variety packs. Um, I I would say Line and Kugel doesn't do that, but eh, they don't really have a standard beer, so that doesn't really apply. Um, okay, you know what? I will. I will bypass some of the other stuff I have because, uh, wow, here here I thought I, I was not going to have enough material. And my initial rant in the show, uh, God damn it, scrams. <laughs> uh, my initial rant in the show took a half an hour, so apparently that, that really took up some time. Um, and in the first period, Wings and Sabres tied at zero. Ooh, shit, what did I just close there? Oops. Oh well. Um, so let me get into the new beer releases and reveals. Uh, Little Man asks, the chocolate box? No. They did keep that in the winter. God damn it. You know what? I, I actually gotta, I gotta look that up now. Yep. And J5 says hockey talk too. Yep. Let's see. Uh, Sam Adams, winter 2013. What was in it? Winter favorites. Craft beer variety pack. Oh, god damn it. I shouldn't have to put in my birth year. Just take 1979 and do with it what you will. 82679. Now you know my birthday. 
Uh, okay, Boston Lager, Winter Lager, Fezziwig, White Christmas, Juniper IPA. Oh, yeah, they had the, the, the cherry chocolate box this time around. Um, fuck. Um, you know what? Let me look up uh, 2012. Oh, excuse me, 2012 and see if... Because uh, that's really going to bother me. That is really going to bother me. Okay. Come on, Google. Come on, Google. Come on, give me a good image here. Okay, um... Wait, that doesn't look like 2012. What the fuck? Oh, the... Okay, the Holiday Porter. That was the one they took out of the pack last year. The Holiday Porter was really good. Don't know why they took it out. But, you know, you take out the Boston Lager, you put in the Holiday Porter. There you go. But, that's what Sam Adams wants to do. Um... (laughs) Marianne interests to chat. <laughs> See, she's confused between IPAs and not liking cheese. She doesn't even know who I am anymore. See, I like cheese. I just like it when it's melted. I like it when it's melted in a dish or melted on things. I don't know what it is. Um, Jesus, did she text that to me? Son of a bitch! I have two... Wait, I have voicemail too. What the hell? Oh, wait, I think that's a voice-to-text service. How can you not love cheese? Do I even know you anymore? First IPA is now cheese. I don't know if we can be friends anymore. Oh, oh, hurtful. So hurtful. But I I, I don't know. I don't know what it is with me and cheese. I I don't know. I really don't know. But I, I am vowing here, right now, I am going to do a cheese tasting on the goddamn show. I'm going to do a live cheese tasting on the show. I'm going to have a flight of different beers. And I'm going to have cheese laid out on a plate in front of me. And I'm probably going to have to label it to make sure I know what's what. Um, um, IPAs, no cheese, never seen Super Troopers. I have to see Super Troopers, god damn it. I'm losing friends by the moment. Um, I got four minutes left in the show, so I'm going to have to to really... uh, I'm going to have to be selective here with uh, with what I got here. So let me start with uh, Star Hill's Soul Shine. It's a Belgian-style pale ale. Perfect for summer. God damn it, it's not summer yet! Ah, I don't want summer beers yet, you bastards! Uh, 5.2% ABV, light-bodied and crisp with a spicy finish. Uh, apparently... It's available on shelves now. No! <laughs> Marianne unfriends me on Facebook. Oh, I'm going to cry in a corner now. Oh, I feel sad. Oh, little Matt says, he'll never unfriend me. See, I know I, know I got a fan. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, Scrams, this is your fault. He sent me the article. Oh, evil, evil man. Um... <laughs> hell was I doing uh, what the hell am I looking for here Jesus Christ um, I'm, I'm I'm trying to think in advance and you know trying to look for a wait no I don't want that god damn it oh okay uh, flying dog single hop Amarillo uh, Imperial IPA so uh Probably not something I am necessarily going to be trying because I am not adventurous when it comes to the 
Imperial IPAs. I'm not I'm not quite there yet. Uh, let me post this in the chat. Uh, new addition to their single hop series, the description of it. The light malt backbone of our single hop Imperial IPAs allows each exclusive hop variety to shine like never before. Amarillo hops impart a combination of floral, spice, and citrus, creating an orange bouquet aroma and sharp hop bite. Uh, it's uh, it's going to be 10% ABV, 70 IBUs. It's arriving on draft and in six packs later this month. Uh, okay. Sorry, just double checking that window there. Uh, last one I'll give you. Uh, I think last one. Is it the last one? Uh, actually, no. I'll give you. I'll give you two more really quick because I don't want to infringe on J5's time with Unsigned Hype coming up after this. Uh, this is Flying Dog Mint Chocolate Stout. This is one I'm actually going to look for, and there's a reason. Because I, I know I got burned by Shipyard. Post this in the chat. It's the latest brew house rarities released from Flying Dog. They grow their own chocolate mint herb in their staff garden. They describe it as medium-bodied, low ABV stout with a yeast strain selected for the creaminess and residual sugar it imparts on the beer. Peppermint and cocoa added post-fermentation along with a couple sprigs of chocolate mint. With the ultimate goal being an easy-drinking dessert beer you can have more than a single pint of. The reason I think this may succeed where Shipyard's mint chocolate stout failed, Shipyard went with spearmint in theirs. That did not work for me. Whether it was the balance or what, I don't know. But peppermint with this one, there, there's a fine difference between peppermint and spearmint. So we'll see what happens with that. Um, and then the last one I got here before we jump into unsigned hype. Let's see here. We got uh, Just Beer, Just Summer. Another summer beer. Ugh, first seasonal from the Just Beer Project. Lightly hop, sessionable wheat ale. I like session beers. 4.2% ABV. Currently available in 12-ounce bottles in select areas through New Jersey. I did see this one the other day. New York, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, Georgia, and Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, I have yet to get anything from the Just Beer Project. I might eventually pick this one up, but when summer hits, I'm waiting just like I did with the uh, pumpkin beers. You remember how stubborn I was with those. So with that, show, show, show done, show done. Uh, as always, if there's a local beer you think I should try, drop me an email at kevin at morelikeradio.com and we can try and work at a beer trade perhaps. Uh, I've been successful with them in the past. ABV Beer Tasting List, tinyurl.com slash ABV Beer Tasting. Add your stuff on there. Check out what we're talking about the Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash alcohol by volume. Like the ABV Facebook page, facebook.com slash MLR alcohol by volume. Follow me on Twitter at E-D-I-C-I-U-S or at MLR underscore alcohol. Look me up on untapped alcohol by volume, all one word. Coming up next, unsigned hype with J5. Listen fantastic fucking show followed by Dutch and Royce I'll see you guys next week